Hey everyone! Welcome to episode 3 of Otome Shimai. I'm Vicky. And I'm Vika. And we are sisters who play Otome games. Thanks for joining us to episode 3. We're going to go ahead and start with what we started last week. Who are we doing this week? That's who, what I want to know. Who are we doing this week? So who are you doing this week, Vika? So last week I was talking about how I started Shirai She's Root in Call of Duty's Malice. Mm-hmm. And I continued doing it. Last week I said I wasn't into it, and I think I'm still not that into it, but it is getting interesting. (laughs) I'm learning a lot more about him as a character, and I still can't understand why he does the things he does, but um, I'm getting some background, and he's... It's, it's getting kind of, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. Now. Like, I'm, I'm like, okay, this but, is plot heavy, and I want to know what happens. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense, but he's, he's not your type. No, he's not my type at all. He's still very obnoxious. He is. Like, very annoying. Yeah, like, I, I get that. I'm not a big fan of the, like, condescending type. Yeah. Know it all, guys. And, and I'm sure you're really disappointed because he, like, wears cat ears and stuff, and I, I know, know how you feel about that. Oh my god. <laughs> I wish... <laughs> <laughs> I wish he wasn't the cat guy. I love, I would love a guy who is so into cats. Who knows? Maybe by the end of the route, I'll just fall in love with him. It's possible. I don't think so. I, I haven't gotten there yet. You never know. You, you know, have, my feelings could change. You have one chapter left. <laughs> you have one chapter we'll left. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right. Well, that's where I am. What about you, Vicky? Who are you doing this week? Who am I doing this week? Well, I am actually also doing Shiraishi's route, but since you just talked about him, <laughs> I am going to make good on my promise from last week. I talked about Shingen from Ikemen Sengoku, and I promised that I would bring a couple of his <gasps> cheesy, cheesy lines. That's right! Oh my so... god, I'm so excited for this! <laughs> okay. Wait, set the scene. You're, like, outside of the castle. Yeah, okay. So, um, this is, this is very non-spoilery. This actually happens in the first chapter of his route. Mm. So, MC is walking outside of the castle where, um, she does not expect to see Shingen because he is an enemy of that area. And she, she runs into this really hot dude and she's like, oh my god, this guy is so hot. And he starts saying this. Something fell when you walked by. She's like, what? He goes, it was me. I fell in love with you. <laughs> You've stolen my heart, but don't worry. I won't charge you with theft. Oh my gosh. It clearly wanted to be with you. Do with it as you like. As the owner of my heart, would you do me the favor of joining me for tea? I'd like to get to know you better. And she basically says, no, this is really weird. You're hot, but this is really weird and I don't like it. And he goes, I guess I'll get going. I need to find a place to rest tonight, if not in the warm embrace of your dreams. Oh my gosh, that's so corny. And then that's he That's a leaves. whole intro, like, that's a, that's a whole monologue. Yes, he- It's not even like, uh, you fell from heaven, it's like, you fell from heaven and then you stole my heart and then now I'm <laughs> deeply in love with you and I want you to have my babies, kind of. Well, he doesn't go as far as the babies, there, you, you know, there are many- allies in Ultima games who immediately go for the have my babies mm. cough cough Kazuma mm-hmm. um but he has not done that as of as of yet um okay. I'm, I'm not too far into his, his into his route yet like I said I've been too busy with Shireishi yeah. but that yeah so that's who I'm doing this week nice. this 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 cheese ball and we'll see how that goes <laughs> wow I'm super excited to hear more that was a good one thank I'm glad you. you followed through on your on your promise thank you that was fun thank you I do my best <laughs> Awesome. 
So on to our topic for the day. Today, we're going to talk about tropes in Ultimate games in part one of our series, Why Would You Do This? The series is called Why Would You Do This? Yes, the series is called Why Would You Do This? Because every time I see one of these tropes, I just say, why would you do this? That's a good point, yeah. Yeah. Why would Why would anybody do any of these things that we're about to talk about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so in, in this episode, just to let you guys know, we're not going to give any spoilers. Mm. There will be some episodes later on in this little series where there will be spoilers, but we will tell you beforehand, both in the podcast and in the description, um, what the spoilers are going to be from. So if you don't want to hear them, then you don't have to listen. But today, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. So, Vika, what is our first trope we're going to talk about? All right, so our first trope is MC is a normal, everyday girl who time travels back to historical Japan. As one does. As one does. Mm -hmm. It's a very common trope in otome games. It is. And we've talked about some already Mm -hmm. in this podcast. I just did. I just (laughs) talked about one. (laughs) Yes. So the first one we talked about was Hanasaku Mani Mani. That was last week when we talked about our first. Yeah. So Hanasaku Mani Mani, regular, normal, everyday high school girl, walks by a shrine and suddenly gets uh, transported back to feudal Japan. And she has to become a not-prostitute and live her life and fall in love with (laughs) one of the dudes there. And she accepts this and just, you know, does what she she can. Hanasaku Mani Mani. Yeah, yeah, no, that was good. What was her name again? What was MC's name again? You looked it up. Oh, it's, you know, I have a short, short-term memory when it comes yeah. to that kind of thing. It's okay. It's been, what, like, seven, it's eight years? It's been eight years since we played this game. <laughs> Not important. <laughs> and it doesn't now. matter for the next one. No. Oh, yeah, it was now Jung. Yeah, her oh, name was, was now. She was really cute. So, so dumb. Mm-hmm. So dumb. Yeah. But really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like... I like it when they give you a name, but I also like when you get to have your own name. Like in Ikumen Sengoku, yep. you get to choose your own name. Which... Who are you? And that's what the next that's what the next one <laughs> we're gonna talk about is. Yeah. Ikemen Sengoku. In Ikemen Sengoku, you're the MC who does not have a name, but uh, one of the things I like about Ikemen Sengoku is that the MC is is older. She is yeah. an adult. She's, She's a, a working, working woman. woman. Yeah. yeah very good she's a working woman who ends up um quitting her job because she got her dream job which is a clothing designer Mm -hmm. and she ends up uh like i said quitting her job and going on a trip to kyoto as kind of a final hurrah before she starts her new job and then she gets struck by lightning and gets once again, sent back to feudal Japan and ends up accidentally saving Oda Nobunaga from being assassinated at Honoji. So Completely changing history. Yep. She completely changes the timelines by just existing and falling through this time hole. Yeah, and that actually doesn't normally happen in these games. That's true. That's true, yeah. I think in in most of the ones that I'm thinking of... She plays, like, and the MC plays such an, an, an insignificant role in history that... Mm-hmm. History doesn't really change, but in Ikemen Sengoku, she ends up drastically changing history, yeah. and it's like an ongoing issue in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at least she's not alone. 
Yeah. She's got friends. She has a she friend. She has a friend. That, and that's another really unique thing about Ikemen Sengoku. When in modern day Japan, when the lightning storm hits that sends her back in time, she is next to a man mm-hmm. named Sasuke, yeah. and he is a physicist. Yeah. He's he's in grad school for physics, and he gets sent back in time with her, mm-hmm. um, and he ends up becoming a ninja who works... <laughs> yeah, he's a ninja physicist, which is the coolest thing ever. I love the ninja physicist! <laughs> so great! Yeah, but he, he works um, for actually the opposite side, mm, so mm-hmm. the MC spends most of her time with Oda Nobunaga's faction, and he ends up working for Uesugi Kenshin, mm-hmm. and so there, even though Sasuke and MC are, are friends, and he's he is an ally, mm-hmm. but even when you're not doing his route, he is above all else MC's friend. Yeah. And that's a really cool thing and also a really unique thing to have in these games because normally the MC is on her own. Yeah, she just has to figure things out. Yeah, and Sasuke is there to help her out and mm-hmm. to be a support and Sasuke is great. Yeah, Sasuke is so great. Sasuke is wonderful. He's not my type, but he's so great. Yeah, and yeah. and in the English version, it, oh my god, this is, Ikemen Sengoku is probably one of the most well-localized games we have ever played, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. especially the jokes. Mm -hmm. Sasuke is a geek, and the geeky jokes that he makes are the same. They land. Yeah, they land. He he makes Monty Python puns. He made a joke about um, Doctor Who, about traveling in the TARDIS. Mm -hmm. It's really, really great. And just so all of the kudos to the localization team that does Ikemen Sengoku because they just did such a kick-ass job on it. They really did. I I love the main character's personality. I Mm -hmm. love the MC. I also really love the personalities of the characters of the allies themselves. Yeah. Too. Like, not only are they, like, historical figures and really interesting people, but, like, they are funny. Yeah. Our interactions with them are really good. <laughs> they are really funny. They're they're really great. None of them are boring. Like, yeah. like there, there are definitely a lot of games where there's one or two allies that you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just not super into his route because he's not interesting. All of the allies in Ikemen Sengoku are really interesting. They all mm-hmm. have very unique personalities, very strong personalities. Mm-hmm. And all have very unique interactions with the MC. Yeah. I think the only thing I don't like about this game is the fact that it's... Well, okay. I don't mind too much that it's a mobile game. Like, mm-hmm. that's not the problem. It's more that there there's the extra stuff that I'm not as interested in. Mm-hmm. Like, the the room and the outfits and, like... It's all a gotcha of the, game. All of the gotcha stuff. Like, that's... that's I'm not into that. I... Yeah, it's yeah. it's an FTP free to play game, which means that you technically can do it for free, but if you want to get the good stuff, then you do have to mm-hmm. pay some money, and that can add up if you want to get everything. Mm-hmm. And then they've got events, and and um, the gotcha isn't that bad because there's only one gotcha, and you don't actually need yeah. to do the gotcha, but it helps. Mm-hmm. It helps you get through the story. Yeah. more quickly and it makes sure and you make sure that you have enough points to advance when you need to mm-hmm. i've done at least for this game i've done both paid version pay, paid routes mm-hmm. like i would pay for the extra items to mm-hmm. get like the good storyline or like the paid version the premium version i guess is what yeah. they call it the, the sexy then, time yeah oh, the sexy time the sexy time <laughs> but um yeah and i've done the free ones and i think both of them are good like yeah. they're really both good quality regardless of whether you pay premium for premium content or not 
like it's I think it's worth playing if you're interested in some funny some funny um situations and a MC who has a brain MC who has a brain and a sex drive oh yes she's an adult woman and since we are also both adult women it is great yeah yeah, um, this is a prototypical example of normal everyday girl who gets tra- who travels back to historical Japan. Yeah, and she does a pretty good job at it. Yeah, she does. She does okay. Yeah. Um, the the last game that we're gonna talk quickly about with this trope is Yojinbo, and this is an older game. I played this game on PC way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it's once again a high school girl, and she finds an amulet on an archaeological dig because apparently that's a thing that high school girls do. Yeah, go and digging. Yeah, doing the archaeology. <laughs> And she ends up having what she thinks is a weird dream about a historical princess getting assassinated. And then she realizes that she is in the princess's body and she has traveled back in time. But she just wakes up in this woman's body. Yeah. And she's like, I'm a princess in the wrong time period. Yeah. And oh, that's sad. yeah. And she she meets, you know, the historical characters mm-hmm. and, and has to like not die, which is <laughs> once again, a really common theme in Ultimate Game. Does she mess with the time space continuum? Like, I don't remember, actually. I'd have to go back and play the game. Because oh, it's been more than 10 years since yeah, I played it. I wonder that if game. she alters history. That's do, really you, do you guys remember? Do you remember if um, yeah, the MC know. and Yojinbo alters history? Please tell us. <laughs> let us know. Okay, so Vika, everyday girl who time travels back to historical Japan, what do you think of this trope? I like it. You like it? Yeah, I do. I really like it. Why? Something I mentioned in a previous podcast or previous episode was that I like learning about historical Japan through otome games in a way. Mm-hmm. And especially with playing Ikemen Sengoku, like, you are dealing with people straight from the history books. That's true. And you get to learn a lot about the time period. I really, really, really like that. I think it's interesting the way they tie in history with, you know, the whole Otome game plot. And not only that, but, like, you are at, you are a character who has no idea what's going on Mm -hmm. already because you're from the future. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, I I vibe with that. I like it. What do you think? I, I actually also like it. Um, I like this particular trope for all of the reasons that you said. The one thing that um, I don't like, and this isn't exactly this trope, um, but kind of offsetting, like on, on the side, um, there, I feel like there are some periods of Japanese history that are overdone. Mm, um, for, yeah. For example, mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned that there have been multiple Ultimate games made about the Shinsengumi. I don't think there need to be any more Ultimate <laughs> games made about the Shinsengumi. <laughs> um, it's it's been done. It's been done over and over and over again. So I I but like you said, the historical aspect, learning about historical Japan, that is also really interesting mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. And adding kind of a fresh aspect of a modern day woman or girl traveling back in time and having to like adjust and experience all of this. I do really like putting that aspect into it because it's, and it's especially great for people who like to self insert. I know that that's not necessarily something that everyone likes to do, Mm -hmm. but it's hard to self insert when the person who is the main character is someone from, like, 500 years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have completely different ways of thinking about things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Awesome. We're agreed. We both like it. We both like it. <laughs> the next trope we're going to talk about is 
MC is a normal, everyday girl who gets pushed into a situation with a bunch of supernatural ikemen. <laughs> Do you like supernatural ikemen, Vika? I love, I love supernatural ikemen. We've talked about quite a few supernatural ikemen at this point already. Yeah, but, su- supernatural um, ikemen. That, mm, love those supernatural yep. ikemen. Demons, vampires werewolves, all the things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the most recent Supernatural Ikemen game that I played is Café Enchanté. Mm-hmm. And Café Enchanté, it's, it's a really great game. It's one of those games that you go into thinking that it's going to be really cute and really sweet. It's about this oh, girl. <laughs> yeah. It's it's about this this uh, 19-year-old girl, Cotone, and she ends up quitting her job um, because her grandfather passes away and he left his cafe to her. And she goes and she takes over the cafe and she ends up finding out that all of the customers are supernatural men from other worlds. <laughs> so there's like a firewolf, there's an angel, there's a headless horseman. <laughs> yeah, dating a guy without a head, that's gotta be difficult. Yeah, no, no, no. One she does it, huh? Yeah, she does it. One of the allies doesn't have a head. Awesome. Um, and it's it's really great. It's a really it's really interesting story. I love the game. The only thing is that I went in expecting this like like really lighthearted, happy game, and it'll break your heart. It's actually really deep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember when you were playing through this, and we were having you were telling me about the story. I was really shocked that it was so dark and mm-hmm. like introspective. These these characters they have. They have secrets, man. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of character development. There's a lot more depth than mm-hmm. I expected. I went in and, and like expecting something really lighthearted, and that's not what I got. <laughs> but you didn't pay for that. <laughs> no, no. But it it was re- it was really great. I and I and I have to say, it's also something interesting is that. Um, this particular game, the common route is really long. That, hmm. I think that's my biggest complaint about mm-hmm. um, Café Enchanté. The common route is extremely long. And then once you get into one particular ally's route, you really don't interact with the other allies very much anymore. Like, yeah. they're, they're there and you do hang out with them sometimes, but... You don't really... It, mm. It's really just, like, that guy's route. And mm. I feel like in most other Ultima games, you'll still, like, interact with everyone. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but not in this one. But not so, in this one. So, at least going back to the idea of, of how she gets in this into this situation, mm-hmm. like... How does she end up meeting these people? She works at this cafe? Does she own this cafe? Yeah. Does the cafe just happen to have, like, a portal in it that leads to different worlds? Yes. What's the situation? That's it? Yes. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, the cafe has a door in it, and the door leads to a whole bunch of different worlds, and the the only customers in the cafe come from these different worlds. Like, regular humans don't walk in. Why? um, Do you know? Like is it is it like the TARDIS where it's invisible in to the kind human of, eye? Oh. Kind of. Wow. Like yeah, actually, it actually does have a one. One of the characters I think put like kind of a filter over it. That's oh. that means like people like know that it's there, but they don't really take notice of it, so yeah. they don't walk into it. And I remember there was actually a situation where a side character ends up walking in and sitting down and ordering something, and everyone else was shocked and being like, "Excuse me, why are you here?" <laughs> And that's when they realized that he was from he was another world. Yeah. 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 Otherwise he wouldn't have been able to 
pay attention to it. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So there are a few more, <laughs> a few more games in in this category. Like we said, we love the supernaturally came in. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one I'll just talk about really quickly because I know that Vika is not a huge fan of it. It's um, <laughs> it's called Clap, and that with, with a K. With, clap a K. with a K. Yeah, it stands for Kind Love and Punishment. Yeah, you got me with kind love, but the and punishment part, I'm not so sure of. Yeah, so basically what what this is, is it's about uh, actually an adult woman Mm -hmm. who is a high school teacher, Mm -hmm. and she ends up working at this new school, and it turns out that everyone who goes to school there are demons. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of them are normal high school age, and some of them are hundreds of years old. And they go there because they can't control their demon powers. And her job is that whenever they lose control of their demon powers, she has to whip them until they um, go back under control. And that is a mini game in this game. You have to whip <gasps> oh the allies. Oh gosh. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Gotta whip the allies. Wow. And all but one of them are your students. <gasps> And you end up dating them. Yeah, that seems like a real big red flag to me. (laughs) Real big red flag. Anyways, this game came out a couple of years ago. It has an all-star cast of um, voice actors, and you get to hear them being whipped, and I think that's kind of the pull there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't have words. No. I just have wow. I feel like... The story, yeah. the stories are good. It's once again, there's, it's really deep and mm. it's really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But let's move on to the next one. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So we didn't mention what what console we played these on. Oh, uh, Clap and Shantae is for Switch. But what did you play, Clap? Clap on? is Vita. Oh, it's for Vita. Yeah, okay, Clap okay. is Vita. Cool. Okay. Yeah. The next one we're going to talk about is a mobile game. Mobile game. Yeah. Um, but don't misunderstand like this is a good mobile game it's obey me <laughs> and i'm sure i don't know if people are familiar with this but people are familiar I'm with pretty obey sure me people know obey me um and the whole premise is the same idea normal everyday girl gets pushed into a situation situation with supernatural people supernatural hot guys but um not only that but it has another trope <laughs> involved and i think uh we'll save our talking about obey me when we talk about the next trope. Yeah. Um, the last one in this group actually comes into uh, another trope that we'll be talking about later is Diabolic Lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, the MC gets pushed into a situation where she's with a bunch of supernatural dudes, she's with a bunch of supernatural vampires, and then she's also with werewolves. And um, yeah, so... We've, we've talked a lot about Yui before. Yeah, we've talked about... And her situation. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it's the it's kind of the same thing over again. Like, I'm I'm looking at this list and there's quite a lot of games. Okay, Vicky, MC is a normal everyday girl who gets pushed into a situation with a bunch of supernatural Aikman. What do you think? Oh, I love it. <laughs> you don't even have to think about that. I don't have to think about it. I've. <laughs> I have, I mean, fantasy novels are things that I've been reading since I was a kid before I even knew what mm-hmm. Ultimate Games were. I, I love, like, Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. and I, I pl- like, one of my first video games was Baldur's Gate. Wow. I don't, did you, did you play that? I've never played Baldur's you have never, Gate That's before. It's really old. Um, <laughs> but... So I, I love the the whole supernatural Ikemen thing. I I love it when the MC is just like a regular everyday woman, and I love it when the MC is also supernatural. I think it's great. I love supernatural stuff. I love magic. I love fantasy. I love it all. Mm-hmm. What about you? 
I feel like we're just getting to tell everyone that we like the same things. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't like the same things. That's but the we thing. Do, well, so I think in terms of the trope, mm-hmm. I do like the trope. Yeah. But in terms of the characters that I like to interact with mm-hmm. within each game, that, that's different. But I agree with you. I really, really do like the supernatural situation. Mm-hmm. Like, love the vampires. Mm, well, okay. Do you? I'm not so sure about that, but I love the idea of vampires. (laughs) I love the Demon Brothers. I even was really interested in Café Enchante, even though I didn't play it myself. I played it kind of vicariously through you. Uh Um, But I think it's really interesting. I like it. Like, when I first started um, college and I had my romance novel phase, that was the thing that I read. I read supernatural romance novels. And this is basically, like, supernatural romance novels, but, you know... Video games. Video game style. That is that is true, and I so. do remember that phase. There were a lot of half-naked men on your books in college. Oh, yeah. Not so many half-naked men on the covers of these games, though. We could do with more of those. Yeah. Why don't they do Why that? Why do they do that? They should do that. Yeah. Hey, um, Why would like, they not do that? Like, u- Ultimate Game Developers, listen to us. You need to put half-naked men on the covers of your games. <laughs> more people will buy them. Got it? Please. Cool. Thanks. All right, now that we've covered both tropes, the Mm -hmm. whole normal girl goes back into historical Japan and everyday girl gets pushed into a supernatural situation, we have to have a tiebreaker. (gasps) We both like both of them. We do both like both of them. But which one do you like better, Vicky? Oh, supernatural. (gasps) Supernatural. Supernatural? I do, I do. But but I think, and I think that's because there, there are, you know, like I said before, there are other games that go into historical Japan that don't necessarily have the time traveling aspect. So if I really had to pick one that I like more, mm. I, I gotta go with the supernatural just because like I said, I'm one of those young girls who's been into fantasy from a really young age. Nice. Yeah. What about you? I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> See, we don't agree on everything. I really like the everyday girl tra- time travels back to historical Japan. Or like the everyday girl Time travels anywhere even would be interesting to me. I love getting to experience something completely new from the perspective of someone who's similar to, like, my own modern perspective Mm -hmm. and, like, getting them to interact with people in a whole different way. Like, I I love that. I think that's great. You know, it would be really interesting to figure out... Are there any Otome games where you time travel back to somewhere that is not historical Japan? <laughs> Guys. If anyone knows. Is, if anyone knows, please tell us. Is there a game like that? I feel like there has to be an indie game like that somewhere. I mean, mm. with, with the big developers like like Otomate or even Broccoli or... Um, actually, no, I can't think of anything else because Quinn Rose is now bankrupt. Um, <laughs> there are other ones, but those are the big ones. Are there, are there any other games... Where you time travel back to a place that's not Japan, because yeah. the the big developers are they're obviously gonna do it in Japan because they're in Japan. Right. I mean, I would love to like visit the Renaissance period, or you don't want to take a bath. You know, <laughs> <laughs> stop being so logical. <laughs> never, <sighs> never. But. You know, that's the thing, is I would like to see different time periods and, like, 
see what they do with those characters. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Guys, please let us know. If you can think of one, uh, put it in the comment because we will want to play it. Yeah. I mean, I know for sure that there are others that are set in different areas, mm. but that don't have the time travel aspect. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see more, more of that, I guess. Vika wants a TARDIS. I want a TARDIS. Get her a TARDIS. Yeah. So the thing about Ultimate Games in general that we found is that you can't have normal situations. Mm -hmm. Because we, as human beings, get bored. <laughs> we don't want normal romance. Who cares about normal romance? No, we want someone who seems like a nice guy to actually turn out to be a sadist who, you know, locks us in the closet and then ends up secretly being the reincarnation of a demon king and we have to save his soul. <laughs> And, and then we have to, like, go on this journey to Mount Everest to break open a secret chest that it turns out was Jesus's grave all along. Okay, now you... <laughs> Which is actually... They're not... that, that's a huge spoiler. Oh, I'm sorry. I ruined it. No, it's, it's okay. I'm gonna bleep that part out. <laughs> I'm gonna bleep that part out. It's okay. Um, but but yeah, I just combined a whole bunch of Ultimate games into one because yeah. that's what these games are. Yeah. So why why would you do that? Escapism. Escapism. <laughs> it's gotta be escapism. It's gotta be escapism. Do you I want mean, to time travel historical Japan and meet a bunch of supernatural EK men? At the same time? Sure. The same trope. Yes. Yeah, I guess sure, why not? You'd be okay combining those tropes? Yeah. I mean, Hokuoki does that, doesn't it? Oh no, she's no, travel she back doesn't. in time. How quickly would you die? Pro probably pretty quickly. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'd die really quickly. Yeah, I'd probably die pretty quickly. Yeah, and that's that's why you have to have the allies fall in love with you. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, otherwise you, you won't would, can't live. You, you would die. Live. You would die. <laughs> you would die. Um, <laughs> yep, that's great. So that was the first episode of our series. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Um, the tropes we talked about today were pretty tame, but in the next episode, or maybe even the next, in the episode after that, we'll be talking about things that will want to make you bang your head against the wall. Yes, and no at the same time. Definitely no. <laughs> Please remember to subscribe to us wherever you're listening. We also have Twitter and Instagram where you can stay up to date on the latest information about our podcast and Otome Games. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.